You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Cousin Connection. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Podcast. Why? Okay, that? okay, okay. We're sticking with that. Okay. We're sticking with that. <laughs> Guys, this is our 30th episode, the Woo! season finale for season is one. Is season finale? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought we were going to do like a couple more and then we were We, we could. Okay. So is it not the season finale? I don't know. Or are the get back the videos that. after will be like the the buffer, you know, like this? Yeah, it'll the, be like the buffer stuff. You know how they do like point five? No, it'll be like a season finale, and they'll do like the Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes, and then yeah. they'll bring season okay, one. We'll do that. All right, exactly. okay, that's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Not that we celebrate either, but um, you know, I, I feel saw like... something about that. You know what? We'll talk about it after. All right, mm-hmm. okay. So <laughs> while Amir is sipping his tea, we got some tea for y'all. Okay, no, no I'm just <laughs> we, don't. we don't have any tea, but we do. Um, before we get into our topic this week, which is the question and answer, which thank you everyone for whoever sent in questions. They were some good ones. I'm so excited to read mm-hmm. them too. I tried to figure out how to read the questions, but again, of course, I don't know how to use Instagram. It's okay. I got so you. So I kind of struggled there. We actually just wanted to um, address our video from last week. So Not really the video, but the, yeah, I guess the clip. The clip. Yeah. Mm. So anyone who follows us on Instagram or on TikTok. Um, you would have seen the clip and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a quick like disclaimer, we literally cut out like one minute portions of our entire hour long episode mm-hmm. to kind of entice you guys to go and watch the rest of the episode. So sometimes you'll watch something and have zero context if mm-hmm. it relates I to I try something. to keep as much context in there. Sort of. Well, you know. But you know, we mm. love a little clickbait action yeah, too, exactly. you know? Yeah. That being said, um, <laughs> we did not know let's let's just give you all some context okay mm-hmm. i posted this video on instagram the next day i posted it on tiktok and i went about my merry way okay mm-hmm. i rarely ever actually stay on the cousin connection pod tiktok page because i'm on my own tiktok page mm-hmm. the next day amir hits me up <laughs> he's like whoa have you been seeing what's going on on tiktok i'm like no why mm-hmm. We max get like 60 views on our TikToks. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so Literally, all of I'll be sudden, checking to see what, is there any interaction? Come on, guys. Yeah, give like me something. someone give us a comment. <laughs> like, please. All of a sudden, there's like 60 comments on our video, which is the most we have ever gotten. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, what do people have to say about this clip? Like, it's not even that exciting. Yeah. You know? So I went through it and. <gasps> oh. We gonna need to clean that up. Hold on. And we're back after I literally spilt the tea all over the table. <laughs> yeah, like we weren't trying to be literal, but I guess my we bad, are. My bad. Okay, okay. You can get back to your story. There. Um, so, you know, I'm going through the comments and people keep mentioning that we're defending someone who was accused of um, assaulting someone, sexually assaulting someone. First of all, 
I can tell you now, I had no idea who this person was until I started reading the comments. Mm-hmm. And even then I texted Amir like, who, who is Wisdom Seeker? Like, I've never heard of this person. Mm-hmm. So as I was reading the comments, I started to get more context like, oh, okay, this person was recently accused of this. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Okay, whether he actually did it or not, it's, that's none of my business, okay? That being said, the shoe fit in this situation, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, this incident with him happened around the same time that we just happened to upload this TikTok. And because we were speaking about something Islamically related, I decided to hashtag Islam TikTok, and mm-hmm. I guess everybody saw it, okay? Mm-hmm. That being said, um, people started accusing us of defending someone who was a quote-unquote rapist, I like I said, I don't know what he did or what he didn't do. I don't know him, period. So to me, I was confused. Like, why are people saying that we're defending this guy? We don't even know who he is. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to give context, but it's hard to give context on a one minute clip. So Amir then, (laughs) he's like, let me just add the rest of what we were saying and maybe that'll Mm -hmm. clear some things up. So we did. We posted that and that didn't slow down the comments. Like they just kept going and going and Mm -hmm. going eventually people were like arguing with each other and i kind of just like didn't know what else to say because i I can't speak on a situation i don't know right Mm -hmm. um but we wanted to like clarify what we meant in terms of the whole cancel culture especially when it comes to like islamic teachers i don't know if you want to start or if you want me to just no you can go ahead yeah okay so also i think i'm wearing my headphones backwards today yeah Uh you are wearing it backwards (laughs) 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 something feels off (laughs) the cord is usually on the other side okay Okay, so in the video, I gave an example of someone who is teaching religion online. Um, I gave the example of TikTok because that was the platform we were uploading it on. Someone who primarily uses TikTok to spread knowledge, I mean, to each their own. Like, there were some people in the comments that were saying, like, you shouldn't be using TikTok for that because it's a music app. You can use TikTok for literally anything. Same thing with Instagram, same thing with YouTube, same thing with every single social media platform. Mm -hmm. What you do with it is up to you. That being said, the example that I gave wasn't to do with if you've molested someone in the past, if you've committed murder in the past, if you've done something that has lasting effects on someone. Mm -hmm. The example was I said a quote-unquote sheikh, meaning someone who maybe does not have that credential, someone who just has the ability to record themselves and speak on the religion, whether it's correct or not. That was the example I was trying to get at. Mm -hmm. And what we were talking about was whether someone is spreading correct information or not because the whole point of that episode was how the internet is changing our lives we were talking about virtual reality we were talking about how the internet has changed how we consume or how we seek um the knowledge right because nowadays it's so easy to find an online class but it doesn't always mean that the right the class that you're in is the right class you know what i mean mm-hmm. sometimes people um you know if they're able to get a platform they'll teach or they'll they'll, they'll teach people but they're not always teaching the correct information so we were saying that it's it's better to do your due diligence and like actually do the research in the person that you're learning your knowledge from um, in any sense, like religiously speaking, or even if you're just looking to learn in general, whatever mm-hmm. class you're trying to take, you know, you don't want to take um, knowledge from someone that has no idea what they're talking about, but they're presenting it in a nice way, you know, yeah, especially if it's something as sensitive as uh, religion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So um, when we were giving that example about someone making a mistake, we were like, if you if y'all want to be specific, let's say someone um, someone used to be a drug dealer. Okay, mm-hmm. they used to be a drug dealer. They got caught. They did time. They come out of jail and they're 
a brand new person they've repented they regret their past and they don't they no longer do that they've they've decided to devote their life to islam and become a teacher mm-hmm. in that sense do you think it's fair to quote-unquote cancel someone or not learn from them just because they've had a past? I personally, I don't think it's fair. Yeah, no, that's not fair at all. Exactly. He, nor is he obligated to, to come up and say, I used to do this in the past. Because why? If he's already repented from it, why do you need to speak up on it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we disagreed last yeah, time. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what it is. It's mm-hmm. just now I'm giving you a specific example. And we still probably disagree on it. but you know. I know, I know. I know, like, Amir's point was that mm-hmm you should be more transparent just to avoid someone else digging up your past and then ruining your credibility. But what I was trying to say was like, if you've repented from it, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even talk about it. You shouldn't bring it up. And the person who exposes them, you're 10 times worse. Why are you exposing someone who, for something from their past that they no longer <coughs> engage in? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the sheikh is an active drug dealer, <laughs> like he's, he's given lessons by day, selling drugs by night. That's a different situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is the knowledge that you're seeking. If your teacher has faults, they're a human being at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people that are on TikTok, they're not. I mean, only God knows their situation, but a lot of them are not saints. You know, they haven't reached that level of piety where they're li- not likely to commit sins, small mm-hmm. sins, whatever the case may be. In the event where someone does like something extreme where they've killed someone, <sighs> We aren't Islamic judges, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not here to give rulings. We're not here to... We're not even an Islamic uh, podcast, if you want to think about it yeah. in that way. We speak on things that relate to us. We're both Muslim. That's something that relates to us. But we're not going to be sitting here giving you specific judgments on how you should go about treating people who have made these really big mistakes. Like, if you're in that situation where your teacher has assaulted someone or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. like, I can't speak on that. I can't tell you what to do because I've never been in that situation so, like, that's just us trying to clear the air, I guess, and kind of provide a little bit more context to that clip mm-hmm. from last week. And I think you have to make a distinction. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get all the way back into it, but you have to make a distinction between um, the right thing to do mm. and what is religiously correct and all that, and also right. the court of public opinion. Because people, you know, they can try and say, oh, we, we will always follow what the religion tells us to say, or at least how to react to something. Yeah. But then everyone else, uh, like your human nature sometimes just takes over and you react ne- negative negatively to something mm. in a way that's not really, that doesn't really fall in line with what the religion tells us how to react to a situation or how to deal with a situation. And I think that's where we disagree because me, I was like, I know how people really react mm. and I know how we're supposed to react, but I know how people really do react. And mm. unfortunately, because we can't control that, that's why I feel like there are certain uh, steps you have to take or things you have to do that aren't right but they kind of it just it's, it's the territory you're dealing with or it's, it's the realm that you're playing in you kind of have to follow those rules but it's kind of like let's let's take it's the, like utopia versus like reality well let's take the religion <laughs> aspect out of it okay mm-hmm. let's use celebrities for example mm-hmm. let's say for example justin bieber um he's anyone who doesn't know justin bieber probably living under a rock you've Mm -hmm. even heard of his name if you don't listen to his music whatever the case is he's a very popular um singer and i think it was like a couple years ago some tweets surfaced where he used the n-word or like there was a video or something Mm -hmm. like that from like a couple years ago that came out and they were trying to cancel him for Mm -hmm. it so it's like sort of like a similar example if if he today's date 
when this video got revealed if he still uses the n-word and he's still ignorant in that situation mm-hmm. then maybe yeah educate him provide him with that that information like hey this is why it's wrong to use the n-word as a like even if whether you're a black person using that word or mm-hmm. if you just don't want to use it period regardless of your race you know educate that person if they are like i don't care what you have to say i'm still gonna say it i don't care if it offends anyone mm-hmm. then yeah you know what in that case he's probably going to be canceled regardless of how people feel about him but if he's someone who today he doesn't even use the n-word he's woke you know mm-hmm. what i mean why cancel someone for something that they've done a long time ago and they've corrected their wrongs well um there was someone who said i generalize the internet but i'm gonna say it again the internet does it, it doesn't um, accept change a lot of times. Like they don't accept that someone can be a different person five years from now, 10 years from now, or like they, they are a different person from who they were 10 years ago. You're a different person every day. You learn and grow every day. Yeah, but a lot of times, like it, let's say, let's take, okay, you used uh, Justin Bieber's example, but let's use an example of someone that someone who actually went through it like, st- like okay, so Kevin Hart, you know mm-hmm. about that situation, how he had a joke like I think 10, 15 years ago mm-hmm where he made some like uh anti not he didn't really make anti lgbtq community jokes but like he made a joke about like having a gay son or something like that mm-hmm. and the internet kind of dug that up mm-hmm. and he's like hey guys someone already called out called me out for this like five years ago and mm-hmm. i dealt with it mm-hmm. and now you guys are kind of bringing it back and he said i already like said sorry for it in the past i'm not going to say sorry for something again and again and just keep saying sorry for it but the internet because they had this like mom mentality they're like nah we don't accept that apology or whatever like you got to say sorry again and it's like how many times does it have to come up for me to say sorry until right but the internet that's why i feel like the internet doesn't accept change or it doesn't um it doesn't um how what's the best way of saying this um it doesn't allow people to change essentially like even if someone says i have changed or they have put in the work to change a lot of times they won't accept that. They'll be like, nah, you have to make no money. All your sponsors have to be gone. You're not allowed to be show your face out in, in public society anymore. But like, look at <laughs> Kevin Hart's situation versus like mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, even if people are threatening to cancel him, he doesn't care. Like he is who he is. He stands for what he stands for. Mm-hmm. He's still not like Netflix is still airing his stuff. Well, yeah. Well, that's also kind of because like the thing is a lot of this also deals with the fact that the internet doesn't allow for context mm. and they don't allow for nuance a lot of the time mm. so like they'll they'll take something that someone says take completely out of context put it up as a quote and then say you said this <laughs> say sorry for it yeah but it's like but wh- where's the context like this was in a uh joke that was 20 minutes long right. you took this one line out of that without like the jokes that were leading up to it that mm. give it context mm. and the jokes afterward that also give it context like when you take something out of context of course it's gonna feel sound bad like right us. yeah like, exactly, like exactly <laughs> so so a lot of times and a lot of times people don't do the due diligence to actually look into the full uh piece of work that they're kind of critiquing mm-hmm. and will just take that one line that someone put up on a news line an article mm-hmm. and that's their only source of information and will use that to cancel the person or attack the person and unfortunately like because people react so quickly brands will start reacting and saying oh we're dropping this person even though there is no real like there's no um they call it the court of public opinion but there's no real you're basically you're basically guilty until proven innocent Mm. it's not you're not innocent until you're proven guilty it's crazy that you say that though because like the the way that social media works Mm -hmm. a lot of it is based on clickbait 
if yeah. you're gonna cancel someone because of clickbait mm-hmm. maybe maybe you should do your research a little bit more before you jump to conclusions you know um but that's all i really have to say on that video honestly mm-hmm. like i don't want to make this whole episode about that yeah and ironically like <laughs> there's actually on that story of de Chappelle, there was one of the people that was speaking out against him was like a trans person who was uh saying like the things he said were horrible or whatever and people were like you know what let's look into your history so they looked into this person's history and they had multiple racist tweets against asians and like other ethnic groups she, uh, the person was black uh oh. I, I think they're uh, uh she uh, yeah oh. she was black um but like she had jokes uh, not jokes but like actual like racist rants against asian people mexican people uh jewish people just all these different Dang. sects of groups and it's like like it's like uh what do they call it what's that saying where it's like um throwing stones in a glass house or something like that don't throw stones at a glass house uh, yeah or it's some yeah that, i think something that's like how the that. quote goes but whatever it is <laughs> essentially like everybody has a past everybody's yeah. done things in their past that are wrong and mm-hmm. if you've shown that you're you're you've made changes or you've changed as a person even if you haven't showed but like you're not really doing those things now you can't really immediately jump to conclusions and start judging this person for what they have done in their past and or even doing now without the full context right with and then trying to destroy them financially and publicly and like basically like a public lynching of these people okay so that yeah that's our conclusion on the whole cancel culture thing <laughs> that is our conclusion. and in related to like islam and in general yeah. in general so i mean if y'all still trying to come for us, go right ahead, okay? We got 13,000 views. <laughs> I don't think they're really coming for us, honestly. <laughs> they they were. Huh? They were. Well, I don't think... Like, the internet is not real to me. So, like... I don't, no, I know. But, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I... Like, you can't take things personally on the internet. Oh, of course. Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, you know, we were being accused of, like, um, uh, justifying that act that mm-hmm. this person was accused of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, first of all, no. We, we didn't justify anything. We didn't even mention this person's name in the video. Mm-hmm. Second, we like I'm agreeing with a lot of their points. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, cancel, cancel culture is mob mentality. Yes, we know. We literally said that. You'll find that a lot of the times everybody kind of agrees to the mo- fundamental the thing things. Is, like, <laughs> the thing is, is like, it's just uh, what? that specific wording mm-hmm. is mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Amir verbatim said that like 30 seconds after that clip mm-hmm. you know what i mean and when he posted that i was like here look he said it we agree mm-hmm. I don't we know know. I, did i say specifically mob mentality we might have said it in the past mm-hmm. episode but you did say something similar yeah, yeah. so i was like you know we're agreeing here i yeah. don't know why also y'all. i guess yeah, the people also lose the context in our previous episodes where we kind of address similar things mm-hmm. and about concept culture and um yeah when you have the full context and you kind of agree you're like okay we kind of think the same mm. <laughs> that being said Thank you for listening to our TED Talk. <laughs> um, we're going to get into our episode. So we have a whole bunch of questions mm-hmm. that people have for me, for Amir, for us. So yeah. let's get into it. Let's let's find a good one. What are your thoughts about girls or men commenting on how women should wear their hijab? Leaving comments on like social media and all of that? Yeah, or even in person. Like if a man comments on how a woman wears her hijab, what are your thoughts on that? As oh, in man. person? In person, online, however. Oh, no. The, well, of course, there's like, there's a lot of wisdom that has to go behind that um, suggestion, not suggestion, but that uh, comment that you're about to make. Mm. A lot of times that wisdom comes down to not saying anything at all. <laughs> well. <laughs> but like not saying anything directly to that person, I mean. I kind of disagree with you there. What do you mean? So 
I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. I bet you will find that we do agree, but you <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree that wearing like wearing a scarf, mm-hmm. covering yourself, covering your unlawful nakedness, mm-hmm. is an obligation upon men and women. The boundaries for both. Yeah. Uh, sorry, wearing a scarf is an obligation on a woman, but like covering your unlawful nakedness is an obligation on both. Yeah. Men and women. That being said, if for example, I show up with my hijab wrapped backwards and my neck is showing and Amir is like, yo, you're going to go out in public like that? Mm-hmm. He is only really doing what the prophet told us to do, which is to encourage people to commit, like to do good deeds and to stay away from committing uh, sins. Mm-hmm. That being said, there's nothing wrong with doing that. However, in our day and age, um, <laughs> I'm really trying to choose my words carefully here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. There's a lot, you, like Amir said, there has to be a lot of wisdom behind how you're advising someone. Yeah. Because people, if you don't have wisdom with how you're telling some, especially when it comes to something as sensitive as the hijab topic, when it comes from a man, like if it's a random man mm-hmm. who's telling another person, you know, wear your hijab properly or just wear hijab in general if she doesn't cover. Um, n- nine times out of 10, the the woman's probably going to be offended, mm-hmm. especially if it's like a random person. That's why person. I said majority of the times it's not saying anything at all. Well, to that person directly. But it's also wrong for a woman to say like, mind your own business because he's this man is just telling you to do something good, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe like don't say that if that if someone's advising you and you're telling someone that, maybe you shouldn't say that. But... To the men out there who want to advise maybe their sisters, wives, friends, cousins, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, just know that when it comes to the hijab, there are a lot of people, whether they wear it or they don't, who struggle with it. Like, it's just something that they struggle with. That's Everyone has their own personal jihad. They have their mm-hmm. own personal struggles. You don't know what's in their heart. You don't know how hard they're trying, how bad they might feel about themselves for not covering or how bad they might not feel. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, focus on yourself yeah you know (laughs) so you do agree with me then kind of but not really like i still think there's nothing wrong with advising someone in any aspect regardless no but you didn't okay so you see you didn't understand what i fully said i said i said okay let me say it again here okay i said so when it comes to me seeing another woman Mm. who's not wearing a hijab or maybe is wearing it wrong or something so i have to see the situation Mm. and 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 uh calculate be like do i know this person yeah. if i don't know this person i'm not gonna say anything yeah second do i know someone who knows this person mm. if i do don't then i talk to them and say something mm. if they don't say it to them then that's not on me anymore and then it's like you kind of have to think of all these things mm. and a majority of the time it's gonna require it's gonna end with you not saying anything directly to that person because your question was like would i say anything to that person most of the time i won't say anything to that person mm. If it was like me or Gizman. Yeah, then maybe I'll say something. Even in that case, like I don't really... Well, you know we both cover. Yeah, exactly. And say we're in like a group setting and like, hey, maybe my neck is now showing. You're going to be like, oh, Sada, like... Yeah, and also I know myself. So before I even think about saying... I'm not pious. Before I even think about saying anything to anyone else, I have to look at myself. I check Mm. myself. Because you point at someone, there's four fingers pointing back, okay? so Or three whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to get that analogy technically like, technically like there's important. technically there's the thumb unless the, you point with your thumb yeah <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you or, or if you're the have a, i'm like, not gonna do it on camera <laughs> <laughs> you point with your like your 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 mouth and nose or something <laughs> <laughs> okay <clears throat> next question how old are we 
I've mentioned that like five times yeah. now. I'm I here. feel like I feel like oh, Sarah. <laughs> Guess whose birthday it is tomorrow, guys? I'm still 28, okay? Amir's 29. As of tomorrow. By the time this gets out, we're both going to be 29. We're both going to be 29. Exactly. So that's how so that's, we that's are. Your, that's your uh, answer. <laughs> we like this question. Mm -hmm. Any chance that we'll do a book club? A book club? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Like, like, yeah, because I feel like you can maybe like say, oh, this is a book we're doing on the podcast for yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I think, we, but I... I, I I feel like that would be a lot of pressure, though. I know First too. off, you got to finish the books that you have. First of all, I you will. You have literally like three three books of mine or two books of mine. How many books have I given you? Two books, yeah. How much have you gotten through them? <laughs> the back cover. <laughs> and they're literally like one of my favorite books, too. I promise. No, it's, you know why? Because I, I got distracted with the other books I have. Yeah. I have too many books in rotation at this point. How many of those have you finished? I'm actually almost done. A gentle reminder. Okay, I'm really proud oh of myself. Oh my god! Oh, so you suggested the book and you never even finished it last time? I, I, no, I didn't finish it, but I'm still I'm making my way. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we might do one if you guys are interested in a book mm -hmm. club. It'll force me to read <laughs> exactly <laughs> on time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's our answer to that one. Uh, this question says, "What is the oldest and the youngest age you guys would marry someone?" Oh. Like the oldest person that you'd marry, the yeah. youngest person you'd marry. I think like for me, I'd be like, it has to be. You have to be a '90s baby, because <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of marrying someone who hasn't been born in in like. So your cutoff is 1999. Yeah, like not. Yeah, 1999 is like for the cutoff. I don't know what, what age that? that is. Seven years. Seven years younger than yeah, you. Yeah, so like 22. So yeah, something like that. Mm. So if you wanted to, because like just saying, you know that you know that meme. Two thousand end. It's like, it's like <laughs> how old are you? It's like two thousand. Two thousand end. Keep going. That's a compound sentence. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I know exactly. Oh my god, I love that meme. <laughs> you too. Okay, I get your point. I was talking to like to two guys at the gym. Uh, one of the younger like Harry boys. Yeah. And he was with his brother. I was like, yeah, I still drive this beater car. It was like a 2002. It's like, oh, you, you guys are both younger than this car. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the God. fact that I drive a car that's younger than, I mean, oh. older, older, sorry. Oh. That's older than, or no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They're younger. The car's older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that that was the case, I was like, uh, have I really been driving it for that long? Like, I remember getting the car. That's the thing. It's yeah, so I weird. I remember it had the new car smell for so yeah, long. Because we kept the tree in there. Yeah. Yeah, that classic. <laughs> If you're not using the tree as your air pressure, I was like, what are you doing with your life? It's a secret. <laughs> the old school tree freshener, the blue one or the green one are like classics. But the black one is elite. Nah, the black one, you got that's like black Air Force energy or something. I don't know. What? Don't, nah, that one's too much for me. Really? Yeah. I like the black one. Really? Yeah. Okay. But now we just keep a air wick, like air freshener, like actual bottle yeah. of it and we just... Oh, the with that. I would I would put the tree thing in there and like it will I don't know what I still don't know what the expiration date are on those things <laughs> like I would have it in there for months or like a, a month or something and it's supposed to expire I think like after like two three weeks something like that how much is it supposed to expire after we need to google that where's my laptop oh my laptop's oh, over there ah. I've seen it there for years but for years it's not supposed to be there for years, Sada. I just wait till the color fades. Nah, man. <laughs> it's like it's like spraying perfume on something. It's something like it's like soaked in perfume. Oh. Oh, is this my phone right here? Yeah. Why are there crumbs on it? Oh, it's from the. <laughs> it's from the. Uh, what do you call that? From the peanuts. The peanuts. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. What's the oldest that you would marry? Oh, the oldest I would marry. You said the youngest. Is, they have to at least be in 1999. Is it your cutoff? 
that's giving all the girls hope okay <laughs> i don't know like um like, would you ever marry someone older than you yeah like how older how much older mm, like maybe two three years something like that Hi. yeah so uh, what what's, what's the age is that? 89 like, is three years 89 yeah yeah but it, like it would have to it would de- really depend on like Actually, no. I'd, yeah, I'd say three years. Without any stipulations, I'd say three years. Okay. Any older and it's like... Yeah. It depends yeah. on what the family says, but you know, it's three yeah. years. Yeah. He Very old school family ideals, ideas. Yeah. I feel like for girls, it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like maybe a year or two younger. Yeah. It's like the opposite. Honestly. It is. It's literally the opposite. Literally the opposite. And then older, like... I don't know. What's your opinion on that? Do you feel like that makes sense? Like, Well, honestly, age really is just a number like Mm -hmm. if you guys uh, align in terms of like your views on life and you guys get along Mm -hmm. and you're able to like if if it's in my situation if the man is able to fulfill his obligations towards me as as his wife Mm -hmm. does it really matter how old he is i mean obviously like i'm not gonna go for someone who's like 70 exactly Mm -hmm. so like it, it really just depends on the situation i don't i don't think like we are too too picky but i think within like a five-ish radius like mm-hmm. age range you know oh for you oh older <laughs> i used to have this rule mm-hmm. or like this thought in my head like he can't be older than my older brother mm-hmm. who's literally four and a half years older than me mm-hmm. so my cutoff was like pretty actually yeah that is kind of weird like, imagine like yeah actually, but i mean it's it's well it's it not really weird? weird but for me like if i was like wait this person because i never got with someone that was like older than you yeah exactly exactly i don't have the upper hand anymore yeah Yeah, that's what it is exactly (laughs) i know exactly pure toxic masculinity right there (laughs) (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about but i had that like as a as a like a younger like Mm -hmm. when i was a teenager i had that mentality yeah but now i'm like whatever who cares because then your brother can't look under you guys like oh look at them like young couple right there it's like yeah i'm your age man what are you talking about (laughs) this person asked (laughs) <laughs> would you ever marry your cousin just curious would you would you ever marry your cousin mm-hmm. it has to be like well this person asked it twice so the for this one says your cousin in general and mm-hmm. then the second time they asked was would we marry each other Ew, no no <laughs> we're what? literally brother and sister yeah no these people are watching too up. much game of thrones man i know like, we <laughs> no do not ship us no, I'm okay played, i'm playing we but, are siblings uh um but in general, for a cousin, it would have to be like distant. Like you don't even. Honestly, nah. You would. You considered it just a second ago. Yeah, I considered it, but like it would have to be so distant that like when we first met, I didn't even know we were cousins. Yeah, like you'd have to do some digging. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like you don't share an immediate grandparent. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to be near like one of my cousins who really knows like our ancestry. Like if Hassan was next to me or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a female version of Hassan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like him, like, cause like whenever I'm here, I'm like, Oh, who's that person? He's like, yeah, she's our cousin from this thing. I'm like, come oh. Okay. Okay. It's done. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, yeah. if they're like, if you guys didn't grow up together. Yeah, exactly. You know? Cause I feel like if you're trying no, to but get, even married, if I didn't grow up with someone and there was like second cousin, nah, nah yeah that is pretty nah, close though yeah. i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. <laughs> second cousin is very if close. i can see some features of my uncle in me, it's like, nah. <laughs> if you look like us <laughs> no <get out> of here. <laughs> even kidding. though we all like look so like you know sig- like the way that hereditys are is like a lot of us is like an yeah overlap, yeah you know? so. well like that's like back in the day of course that was like normal right mm. 
no matter where you were in the world, it was kind of normal because your pool was kind of small. Sweet home. Just <laughs> <No, that's> kidding. <laughs> but now it's like you literally your pool is anywhere in the world. That's true. That's and true. we've seen it happen a lot. So you know, maybe if she was like the last person in the world, Amir might marry his cousin. Nah, I'd just become an incel at that point. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, the next question. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. That's like that's like answering our question right now. When is Amir getting married? Mm-hmm. Inshallah. Inshallah. When? No, just inshallah. But like, but like when? Like the timeline? Like, do you want to get married at least in the next like three years? Well, actually, when I turned 29, I was like, damn, I'm really like almost 30. It's like... <laughs> we really out here. I got to like put some gas on the pedal. Exactly. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to do the matchmaking. But series. then you said, you know, the 30s are really when you flourish. So I'm just saying. No, no, no. I probably won't wait that long. I, I give myself maybe like one or two years. Wait. What? One or two years. That's like soon yeah maybe i don't know okay. we'll see Inshallah. i, I don't want to i don't like putting timeless on everything but then again yeah. you kind of have to mm-hmm. it's like anything if you don't give yourself a deadline you're kind of yeah. just gonna keep pushing it and i'm a really big procrastinator same here so, so I'm just <laughs> okay and i'm like literally procrastinating on something that's the whole family's waiting on so um i just say one to two years inshallah. yeah maybe one or two years inshallah that kind of thing you know right. it depends all right okay. i don't know what's gonna ha- i don't know what my future holds for me you know Things might be different in a year from now. That is true. Mm-hmm. So I don't think too much about it. The next question is, how long does it take you guys to edit the videos? That's a question for you because you do it. Oh, it used to take me, like even just for the audio, it used mm-hmm. to take me like two, three days. Because like, it's like anything. You start it, you've never done it before. So you're kind of just figuring out how it works. Mm-hmm. And then as you do it, you get faster and faster and faster. So by the time we were, we switched, by the time we were doing our last like f- only audio podcast, I was able to do it almost even a shorter time mm. than it took to record the podcast to edit it <laughs> that's crazy yeah because i would just like do it in double speed right. fix all the levels all that kind of thing mm. but then we switched to video and then when we did video like the first one yeah. literally took me like 15 hours <laughs> <laughs> like after we were done filming it and putting it together like i i and that was before we even used the green screen so like we're always kind of because we're always working to like step it up a little every time exactly. right yep so without the green screen like that was just static camera. That one took me like um, maybe like 20 hours. Wow. And that was just to get used to the program, figure yeah. out how to like, uh, I'm including like exporting it and all that kind of stuff, getting it together. It's like sometimes for some reason the video would be at a different frame rate. So you had to have to figure out why that's, that is and sync up all the audio, all that. And then uh, we started the green screen and that kind of, uh, because I was used to the program, adding the green screen didn't make too much of a difference. But mm-hmm. Now it gave me more artistic, um, guys. What do you call it? Artistic freedom. Uh, freedom to kind of just put whatever you want in our background. So I started playing around with that. I was gonna say, like, if you haven't already seen our videos, Amir, mashallah, you've mm-hmm. been killing it. Well, You're doing such a say, good you know, job. Let's try it out here, you know. Even our trailers, like, <laughs> I know y'all see them. He does such a good job yeah. with the little clips. You know, um, I think I'm including the time for the clips too, because the clips really do take. Yeah, the longest too because he's yeah. doing subtitles and all that stuff, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and then like, but now that I like kind of got used to the green screen, mm-hmm. and I kind of got used to like how to put everything in there, mm-hmm. it only takes me like I can I can even you probably notice it. Like I'll start editing today after we finish po- the podcast, and it's usually I'll like probably Tuesday, be done it Wednesday by like morning. yeah I'll be done the full video by like 
Monday, mm. but like I didn't do the intro and the outro mm. and all that stuff. And then I'll do that on Tuesday. So f- the full video is done by like Tuesday. Yeah. Sometimes I'm busy on the Monday or Tuesday, then or we film late on Sunday, which is when we film the podcast. Mm-hmm. Then I'll maybe go up to Wednesday. Yeah. But that's the latest because of course the next day is the actual posting of the podcast, so I can't go really later than that. Yeah. But altogether, that might take me like five hours no maybe i'll, I'll say seven hours because i'm uh, eight hours <laughs> <laughs> just keep adding on more no because i'm thinking of the clips too the clips mm-hmm. really do take some time to do as well yeah mm-hmm. okay this one says how would life have been different for us if we didn't grow up together oh i can't even imagine that i, I yeah like i don't even know yeah because we literally like we're a couple months apart our mm-hmm. moms are sisters we yeah. like all of our baby photos all of our like photos as kids we we did mm-hmm. so many trips together like that's like saying how would you like be different if you didn't have your sister or brother yeah. or something like that right i don't know like i, I, did, I sometimes like i randomly think of the things like that mm-hmm. i'm like what if like like one of us lived in another country like would we treat our like mm-hmm. we love all of our cousins okay yeah. if y'all watching this we love y'all we miss mm-hmm. y'all but it would just i don't know yeah. you would you got you would just be like uh, honestly if, if if we still had the same like if we didn't grow up when you said when they say that like are they th- saying like you didn't exist at all or you exi- you lived like in but a yeah. different completely like we just maybe were like country. from two different cities or countries or whatever then i feel like we would turn out maybe like our cousins who live like yeah. distant yeah. by themselves that kind of thing like yeah. depending on your parents and how they raised you like when it comes to re- religiously or um but even the, like the culture that kind of thing you might turn out somewhat the same but of course, like we we don't really know what those small influences that we made on each other, big influences we made on each other as we're growing up. I mean, I feel like knowing our moms, like they really do a good job of keeping in contact with yeah. their sisters. Like I was telling him today, I literally set up a conference call for mm-hmm. my mom and her three sisters. Yeah, the all, loudest call ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. And and you know, for our cousins that are in other countries, whenever we see them, it's always a good time. Like mm-hmm. we we may not have grown up with them, but I think because we value our family mm-hmm. um, relationship so much, like we get comfortable with each other and mm-hmm. you know, it's family at the end of the day. So yeah, we, we may not, this, this channel probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, exactly. First and that foremost. Exist. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a good question. Mm-hmm. Someone else said, what are the best memories uh, of, of each other? I love your podcast. Thank you so much. I didn't, I don't know if I got the screenshot of who's, who sent that, but whoever asked that question, thank you. What are what's your best memory of me and what's my best memory of you? Best memory? Damn, I can't even think of like a best memory. Mm. Um, what's one that sticks out then? Because first off, my memory sucks. <laughs> I keep mentioning that my memory is like trash. It's alright. It's alright. Like I'll I'll get like glimpses, not glimpses, but like flashbacks of stuff randomly. Mm. And I'll be like, oh yeah, that did happen. Um, I think like what's a, like a, a good memory? <laughs> what? You know what just came to mind? Which. This one year we went to Wonderland and this was like... Oh, the one where we stood outside because we were both too scared to go on the roller coaster. <laughs> we, were, we were both so scared of this one roller coaster mm-hmm. and we were like bawling our eyes out, okay? Mm-hmm. And imagine like, I wasn't bawling my eyes out, okay? Hold on, because I okay. remember it differently, okay? Hold on, yeah. hold on. Iman, Murad, um, Gizman, like all of our younger cousins, mm-hmm. you know, they were like fine, they're chilling. They're like about to get on this roller coaster and me and Amir were like terrified mm-hmm. so i'm there crying i don't even think we both went on it and i remember like your dad was there and he was like come on guys like you're embarrassing mm-hmm. me and we're like no we're not getting on amir do you remember what you did 
What? You ran to that like oh the coke <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember Wonderland? I love Has those that, like, things. <laughs> that like random area where you cool down. There's like mist where you're supposed to cool down. Yeah, it's like a coke station, <laughs> but it has mist coming down. He like cool ran you. there. Mm-hmm. I just chilled there yeah. until everybody got back. Yeah. Yeah, I love that thing. I was I literally that. thinking about that until when you mentioned it. I was like, really? I remember running to this Coke thing. And then you yeah. mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah, I actually did do that. Because yeah. sometimes my memory betrays me. You know, sometimes I think I remember something, but really it didn't happen. Or it did happen, but it happened completely different. So I have to kind of like rethink it. That and then my other, like actually my mm-hmm. best memory is when mm-hmm. we were like two or three maybe. Mm-hmm. And Amir, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what our parents are doing. Okay. CPS <laughs> don't come for them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Amir um put my shoes on for me put on a jacket and we basically just booked it like we ran out of the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and we're like running and then our, obviously our mom's like two seconds later saw mm-hmm. and the neighbors I, caught us i stopped running but amir mm-hmm. being amir kept <laughs> running for his life <laughs> of course and honestly i felt like i probably was like running like the flash but really yeah. i was going like two feet a second i know and that's so scary as a parent mm-hmm. like imagine your kids just running out in the yeah. middle of the like the night in the cold too i think it was like fall or winter is like early winter something but, like, like the that. fact that amir put mm-hmm. on my shoes for me like backwards i believe i think that's what they mentioned they mentioned like backwards something yeah. was wrong about the shoes because i don't remember it specifically but like I've heard the story a thousand yeah, times I've at this it, point. Yeah, I've heard it like I feel like it's a memory, but yeah. it's probably just us remembering the story being told. Exactly. That's the one thing that when you when you think your memory is like betraying you or not betraying you, but you're like, did I, do I remember that? Or is it just, I kind of put it together from pe- what people told me. But you know what was a good memory that I remember? Mm-hmm. You remember? <laughs> so, uh, have we, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but we know. went to Philly and we had to get a hotel with our family at one night. <laughs> yeah and then like <laughs> and we were like in the sheridan or something we were all sleeping in this one room i was sleeping on the floor with like someone else i forget who was sleeping on the floor with me but so <laughs> i don't know why i did this but i just got up <laughs> and stood in the middle of the room <laughs> with all the lights off i have no idea why and then my my anna my was, aunt wasn't it your mom <laughs> no it was un- it wasn't my mom yeah it was my mom it was my mom she she gets up because i think it was like around so time maybe that's why i was up i was just standing in the room she gets up and she sees a figure standing in the room oh and all God. you hear is her like she, she when my mom gets scared like she doesn't she gets hysterical right so yeah. she, all you hear in the background is <laughs> like literally shrieking it's like maybe 4 or 5 a.m and i remember you were like trying to see the time that's why you were doing that but oh like that's what it was yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. she was on it was on the other side of the bed yeah and i had to lean over her to see it and then and she woke all of us up yeah and we all got scared and sada was in the bed next to her <laughs> so all i see is sada like she's sleeping she's sleeping with the sheets like somewhat pulled down <laughs> all you hear is she, all you hear is screaming <laughs> And she puts this like sheets over her face and just hides under the sheets like like the sheets are gonna protect her from from an attacker. (laughs) But just like I wish I could be much of a a visual story, a better visual storyteller. But just the whole like combination of my mom screaming and hearing like Sarah like pull the sheets over and then all you hear is my aunt and the last start laughing we laughed for like 20 minutes straight yeah. honestly after that the whole family was laughing at that point but this, that was a good memory there i'm sure there's probably more but i just can't think about them right now if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be miss you guys <gasps> miss you too nia
What meal would you eat? Ooh, I know. I know too. What? Go ahead. I'd have lasagna. Lasagna? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. There's, all there's the fruits. Yeah. There's tomato and tomato sauce. There's protein in the ground beef. No. You're, there's calcium in the cheese and then carbs in the You're pasta. fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself if you think lasagna is a well-balanced meal, okay? It is a well-balanced meal. Nah, man. You gotta... Okay. So the lasagna, first off, is just like straight up oil. Just even press on it, oils like oozes out of that. First thing. of all, why are you guilting me for liking lasagna? Okay, okay, okay. You know what? I didn't. They didn't say what healthy food exactly, option would exactly. you get. Okay. If you could have any meal, health aside, what would it be? For me, this is a I big feel like question. You get the burger from Minimos. You no, no, no. For me, because like I, I like I like stuff that's like I'm a creature of habit, right? Mm-hmm. So I eat like the same thing. I've been eating the same thing for two, three years now. Something like pre-COVID, even before COVID, I was eating it for like a year, but I've been eating the same meal. I've had like salmon for one meal and I have chicken with one meal. Sometimes I put salad with the salmon or I put rice and veggies with one mm-hmm. and I'll put the salad with the other and I'll just swap it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's literally all I eat the whole week. And, and then of course I'll go out to eat maybe once or twice a week. Twice a week sometimes, only, but I have to go out at least once once yeah. a week to get something. Yeah. But I could do without that. Like, I don't really crave it. Like, I just do it out but of necessity. Like, health aside, like, there's not one meal that, like, you're like, yeah. I, I, I get a poke bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, poke, poke bowls are, like, the best thing. One second. Pardon the interruption. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, but yeah, poke, poke bowl. bowl. No, honestly, because think about it. The poke bowl is just, not it's, it's like. justify the, it. Because I love sushi. Yeah, okay, you know what? Yeah. See exactly. I love sushi, and then the poke bowl. Like, you, first off, you get like different options and stuff. But you can get like edamame in there if you want. You can get the crispy onions. You get that True. nice bed of rice on the bottom. You What's get the place that you took us to in the west. Aloha poke. Oh, the best. You know, that place is the best. That's the, the place I would probably go to if I could eat one meal every time. I go to that place mm-hmm. and get it if it was free, of course, because that place is like, expensive. It is. And if, yeah, I would get a poke bowl there. With the teri- with this with the salmon mixing like their special I think it's like a teriyaki sauce or something. Mm. Oh, and just thinking about it now I wanna get it. Like that with that yeah. seaweed. Oh, oh seaweed, seaweed salad. Yeah, seaweed salad and oh, the corn. No, I want one. I'm telling you, I'm t- the Poke Bowl is a perfect recipe because it has the veggies. Let's it get has poke the bowls rice. Next week. Okay, we'll get Poke Bowls okay. next week. <laughs> <laughs> it has the veggies, it has the rice yeah. and it has a, and it has a protein. It's like the perfect yeah. meal. Yeah. I'm you just right. saying. That's an interesting question. Someone said, if I wanted to convert to Islam, but my fiance doesn't approve, go through with it? Yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. If your fiance doesn't approve, well, you're only getting buried by yourself. So just think about it. In that sense. Exactly. Exactly. I get. I, I don't think we we're even allowed to say anything. Maybe just get a new fiance. Mm-hmm. I'm your single. So. <laughs> Wait, did they, well, let me see where that question is. This one. I didn't see this one come I want to convert to Islam. My fiance doesn't approve of it. Do I go through with it? But I see why she would ask that because like it's such a uh, big decision and it depends on what your fiance is already connected to, right? Because if you're both like a big part of like a Christian community and then... You're you, probably not going to be able to stay together unless he converts also. Exactly. So. so that decision, of course, is a big decision to make and you can't, you won't get out of that making that decision like unscathed depending on who your partner is if your partner's right well actually no we know because she said uh he doesn't refuse but of course it requires you i think communication is the biggest part here Mm. 
like make sure you speak to your partner about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and say okay this is the decision i'm going to make mm -hmm. and then speak about it like that like go through it don't be don't make it a uh some people might go into the conversation starting as like a negotiation like if you know this is a decision you want to make especially if it's like religious decision like that mm -hmm. um yeah definitely have to communicate with your partner there and be like okay this is what i'm gonna do how am i gonna work this out that kind of thing but um yeah there's a lot there's a lot in that there's one a question. lot in that but mm -hmm. if you need support reach out to us we got you mm -hmm. okay someone said i love the spotlight series can anyone request to be a guest or are they only people that you know no anyone like mm -hmm. the spotlight series the whole purpose of that is to literally put a spotlight on this person for whatever reason like if they have a business if they have something going on they just want to mm -hmm. share something we're just we want to give that platform to this person mm -hmm. so if if any of you guys want to be featured message us we can talk something out and, yeah. and see if it works and and then we can go from there so yeah we're still figuring out the whole like scheduling process yeah. for that kind of stuff yeah so it might be a while but uh eventually yeah we will get pretty much anyone who not anyone of course but like <laughs> a lot of people who request will probably get on there at some point yeah on here at some point someone said i'm obsessed with having hobbies what are some of yours i think everyone knows my hobbies <laughs> <laughs> literally the working out and yeah. like reading reading hmm. yeah working out reading and actually is learning a hobby i'm i'm a, i love learning hmm. like learning new things like if you look at my um you can buy programs on the site called udemy hmm. but there's a lot of sites you can buy programs on but there's a site that i use called udemy and i literally like they have sales all the time so you can buy a program for like 10 15 bucks i'll buy a bunch of programs and just go through them and learn how to do different things so I just love learning, like just skills that I feel like I can use. Mm -hmm. Even yeah, it's definitely skills that I feel like you can use. Maybe I I can't think of anything that I can use them in right now, mm -hmm. but they might come useful in the future. So I'll just kind of learn it and just go with that. And so if if learning was a hobby, or maybe if it is a hobby, say that's also one of my hobbies. I, mean, I think this podcast is a hobby too, in the sense, no? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it would be a hobby. Yeah. I mean, for myself do i have any hobbies <laughs> come on i was i was trying to make reading your hobby but that didn't work. it kind of is now mm -hmm. yeah like I, I do enjoy it i just don't make enough time for it mm -hmm. um aside from that so i i think i think what we're learning here is that sarah needs to get some hobbies <laughs> <laughs> clearly i need to get some hobbies yeah well i'm working on that okay you so you have nothing that you like just do not out of necessity but just because you want to like just on a daily or like even weekly you kind of just do i got into baking at one point yeah like i actually really enjoyed it but then it would, it wasn't good for my waistline so oh okay yeah you i know? guess so and my parents were like stop mm -hmm. enough is enough we've we're gonna get diabetes oh mm -hmm. my mom <laughs> and was it was that when you got into baking was it out of like learning the art of bakery or was it just because i'm craving cookies right now <laughs> Can I make the cookies? um you know what it was mm -hmm. so like in the start of the pandemic like we weren't going yeah. out and I, I got into just cooking in general and then mm -hmm. it trickled into baking like i've always liked baking just for fun mm -hmm. but i was home all the time and my parents were home and so they became my taste tester so i would mm -hmm. like like i wonder if i can make my own popeye's chicken mm -hmm. you know and i we made it and, mm -hmm. and every week or every other day like i'd be making something new and i'd make like whatever baking or cooking and then they taste it and if they like it then i'm like all right mm -hmm. i'll know this for the next time we do a hangout or something i'll make something. okay so it was kind of just like that mm -hmm. but yeah but i feel like having yeah. hobbies 
is skincare. Like, I mean, is that a necessity? Like, I love doing a skincare routine. No, that can be a hobby too. Like, I, I genuinely sometimes like whenever I'm having like a hard day at work, I'm like, can't wait till like 9 p.m. where I can just go spend like 20 minutes doing my skincare. Yeah. Like, what exactly is the definition of a hobby? I would, I would, just, I would assume that is a hobby. Mm. If it's something that you look forward to, learning how to get better at it, and like just being interested in the whole um realm of like skincare i feel like is a, is a good hobby i also really mm-hmm. you know what now i'm discovering all my hobbies remember when it was still fall, like warmer outside i yeah. really enjoyed going on walks mm-hmm. like i remember you like amir earlier like maybe like episode one or two mm-hmm. amir really pushed like he encouraged me to do it and i was like yeah you know what i'm gonna try it and every time i went for a walk i never came back saying like oh, i regret doing mm-hmm. that like i i came back and i really enjoyed it and i couldn't wait to do it again mm-hmm. tomorrow so that's is that a hobby yeah, I guess walking? You, it's I don't have to walk. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to really define what a hobby is. Then, <laughs> at that I know. Point. Yeah, at this point, it's, yeah. I like to live because walking is like okay. <laughs> that's that's like hobby. fitness exactly. Like this. But yeah, you work out for fun. Uh, but I I'm, I also like the the science of fitness and like mm. I watch videos on it uh, to the point where when you gain enough knowledge, I feel like I can teach it to other people and also the the, the food side of it. Like when you when you get when you get engulfed in the world of you're passionate about health, it. Yeah, when you're passionate about it, mm. I feel like that's when it becomes a hobby. Like something, or I don't but, know. It, it depends on what do you define a hobby as. Yeah, but I don't. Point. I don't walk to to work out. Like I, I, I do it. Yeah, there's added health benefits. Yeah. like it's good to walk. Yeah, I also like the mental clarity that I get. Like I enjoyed walking in nature. Like walking on a treadmill so hiking, to me. Hiking. <laughs> no, we call it urban hiking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Yeah. If I came prepared, I, I think I would have. Mm, I would have enjoyed that because I actually, mm-hmm. when we went to Banff, I loved that. Mm-hmm. I really liked the hikes that yeah. we did, and it was like easy trails, you know, yeah. flat ground, dry. So you can make it a hobby. Then you can let's go hiking. Like, when do it some re- when you're doing research about something, yeah. and like in your free time, that's when you're like, okay, this is really turning into. If a hobby. I mm-hmm. do research on a good trail and I invite you to go, would you go with me? Yeah, why not? Okay. There you go. <laughs> we're developing hobbies literally as we're speaking I about know. them. <laughs> I'm gonna buy hiking shoes. Uh, so the question is, uh, what's your favorite book or like one of your favorite books and why? And I've already mentioned like one of my favorite books is the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X mm. because just because like it made such a big Im- impact on me of like seeing someone's story and their what do they call it life path like how it had so many twists and turns and how it led them to like Islam and you know you can relate to that kind of part as well and i don't know it also made my dean stronger if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know that book was just well written i just love the book in general Mm. so then that's why i gave you the book i literally bought the book for two people or i gave you my copy of it and i and i uh bought the book for someone else so i can't that's the only book i really bought for someone else but i do have a lot of other books i like like there's a book i really like called uh anxious people that i read last year Hmm. that one uh shoot i need to pull up the author i'll pull it up and i'll put up behind that one was a really good book because it just gave you like kind of like the premise of it is like there's a crime in a house uh at like an open house oh it's a fiction uh yeah it's a fiction (laughs) yeah and then but then like there's a bunch of people in the house when the crime happened Mm -hmm. it's like a whole hostage situation um and even though the book's like centered around that it's really about people in oh. general like mm-hmm. like how everybody's somewhat connected and like how it shows that everybody's kind of even though all these people uh, all these people in this house like what they're going through like how it shows they're kind of connected and what they're going through it's, it's just it's just really it's a really good book i just 
I'm not really selling it very well because <laughs> it's been a while since I read it. So I, if I if it was fresh on my mind, I can give you a lot more details. But mm. I just really like that book as well. Um, what other books can I think of? Uh, there's a book I finished recently uh, about money. Like honestly, oh. any books on financial literacy are you, really good. You, you did bring that. I can't remember what it's called, but you brought it's it. It's literally on my. Should I go and get it? Nah. Just put it up here. Yeah, I'll put it up here It'll when be I here. remember it. But no, but I feel like for the people who are listening, they should also get into it. You know what? I'm going to go and get it. All One right. second. Let me go and get this. Oh my, okay. god. oh my god. I didn't even like see the... the okay. So the I brought... <laughs> I brought a few books with me just for visuals as well. Dang. So the book I mentioned, Anxious People, is by uh, Frederick Bachman. Uh, this is the book right here. I know I was going to throw it in the back anyways, but I just want to bring that one because this book I really like. Uh, also a book I recently read that I really like is by a YouTuber that I really love but he's also an author I think he was an author before he was a YouTuber called John Green and it's called The Anthropocene Reviewed and even though it's literally just a bunch of he's just reviewing a bunch of random things Mm -hmm. like uh, let me see if I can find it I'm really just making this a book thing like one of them is like called like Humanity's Temporal Range and like Air Conditioning like it's literally the most random things that he's reviewing but he it's not really about what he's reviewing. It's more about like his life experience with whatever he's talking about or how that one small thing about air conditioning and how it's connected to like the world and how it like changed the world in a way. Mm. Cause think about it, air conditioning is like such a like, um, you don't even think about it. It's not much. like, it's like such a small thing as you think, about, but really we couldn't live in a lot of the places in the world. If we didn't have True air conditioning, that. right? True that. At least comfortably. Uh, and also the book about money that I was talking about that was actually given to me by Gizma and my sister uh, or Aisha Harun is uh, The Psychology of Money. That one I recently finished. That one's really, really good. Uh, and also if you're interested in anything in regards to like uh, black people or black culture or black history, I think a really good book you should start with is called The Souls of Black Folk by uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. Maybe I'll go deeper into this on another podcast, but that one's a really good book. It's like a collection of essays. I remember you talking about you telling me. Yeah, about this, this book. one really like gave me a good idea of how um, the lives of black people were, or the black folks, souls of black folk, or the lives of black folk mm. uh, after the Emancipation Proclamation when they were set free, basically, and how they actually like before the all the propaganda against black people they actually had a lot of they're developing like they're working on their own lands they had a lot of uh they owned a lot of property they had a lot of businesses and of course there was a lot that happened in the early 1900s where that was kind of taken away and stripped from them and it kind of goes into that as well but that's a really good book so i kind of went into it a little far my here. list is like one book and one book only yeah I go mentioned ahead it on our, our last week's or two two episodes ago yeah um is the book it's called gentle remind a a gentle reminder by brianna who's it by (laughs) i don't even remember i have a photo of it somewhere in here anyways it'll be up here i don't i didn't bring the book (laughs) (laughs) that's literally how you said it last time (laughs) (laughs) sorry okay so um next question what do we do for a living what do you do for a living oh that's boring stuff man i'm just like a i'm a um, I don't even know what to say it is. Uh, technician, I guess. I'm a support technician. That's what you could say. I work like in electrical engineering and all that kind of stuff. Boring stuff, you know? You don't want to hear about that. It's like when we management, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm a pension specialist. Yeah. That's what we do by day. 
I wish I wish it was like something more grand than that. I know, right? <laughs> like we're just everyday people. Yeah, re- regular nine exciting. to fivers, basically. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's answer this one mm-hmm. by Gizman, aka Aisha Harun. Aka Aisha Harun. Um, what was the what has been the most challenging part about starting a podcast? For me, it was the setup. Like it literally took us like three, four months to actually like mm. get started, because you have to like get the materials. Yeah. You have to find out what programs to use thankfully like i already had some idea of what to do yeah like we talked about it a lot before we actually started yeah recording. exactly we talked about it what would we do it was really the setup and then once you kind of get going um and you kind of find your groove then at that point it just becomes clockwork like mm-hmm. you already know what the setup is mm-hmm. now we're kind of like just kind of cruising on exactly what we're doing we'll make a small changes here and there if we feel like we need to but all the big stuff was done on the back end when you when you first started yeah so that's really it just just getting it started and of course we made it probably a lot more complicated than it have to be had to be well we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. yeah because some people they literally just pull up an app and they just start talking with oh their friends, yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah and you can do that and it can work for you but i don't know i just felt like we kind of had to just go like we had to get the best quality right away go big or go home yeah go big or go home i think that was definitely a b- the biggest part and then mm-hmm. maybe like even just building up my confidence to like put my voice out there you know because mm. it's so easy to have these conversations like without it being recorded but mm-hmm. we had to like mentally prepare to like put ourselves out there yeah <laughs> or for I me think anyway you, at least yeah fruit kisses for me i didn't really think about it like that because mm. maybe there's a there's always a disconnect between me and like online mm. it, it, like the the uh, what do you call it? The consequences of putting something online, or this really, the, or the I, coming yeah. consequences consequences of something being put online. Because mm. yeah, I, re- I usually let a lot of that stuff just roll off my back. I, I'm I'm super laid back, so for me, it's yeah. like I don't I don't overthink those kind of things. I'm overthinking other things, but mm. not things that I put online like that. Okay, what are your five year goals? Five year goals, girl. I don't even know. My goal is for tomorrow. Mm. Okay, <laughs> maybe like <laughs> getting know. married okay yeah yeah like, getting mar- like you know the your regular thing getting getting married getting a place to live yeah. at this point i'm just i'm just saying getting a place to live because i don't know if be, getting a house is really in the in the plans at this point yeah. um and like you know starting the whole family thing right yeah i guess mm-hmm. like uh, if we really well wanted. like oh no no actually sorry i'm thinking also per, like for the podcast in five years i hope that this oh. is like oh f- okay podcast has wise? grown a lot yeah yeah like inshallah you know we uh if if the podcast grows to we we don't have like a like um how do i put this we didn't start this podcast with money as the mo- main motivator mm-hmm. or even followers as the main yeah motivator. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> so you know if it grows into something bigger like mm-hmm. that's a goal of ours um we are you know working towards that and inshallah we get to that point but mm-hmm. you know podcast wise that's what we we hope to grow this podcast and also like um for this channel in general, like the cousin connection, connection, the cousin connection brand, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like I wanted to expand it into not only podcasts but like other stuff that videos that we can make, mm-hmm. which we are working on in the back end. So yeah. like, so you're not you're not only coming to us for this material. Like we have other things, maybe shorter things that you can kind of get into a lot easier. Stay um, tuned for the future. Yeah, <laughs> just so you're not. Yeah, exactly. We want to just spice it up a bit. Yeah. I'm always thinking of like what the next thing we can do is it's mm-hmm. gonna be different mm-hmm. uh to kind of grow this a lot quicker what keeps you inspired to upload each week that's like when people ask me what inspires you to go to the gym every day 
it's like it's not always you don't always need the inspiration it's like it's just when you build that habit mm. sorry i feel like i'm only answering because you should answer these you should answer no, this question I wanted to hear what you want to say well, you asked, okay well for me <laughs> like i genuinely want to know because <laughs> you asked the question and then i'm thinking like oh wait i should answer this right away but um for me it's like when i build a habit in something mm-hmm. then it's not a matter of like do I need the inspiration or motivation to do this? Like, I have to do this, mm. so I'm going to do it kind of really? thing, right? Yeah, so even for working out, it's not like I want to work out every day or the days that oh, I do. I thought you enjoyed it. Like, I enjoy it to a point, but, like, there are some days where you f- don't feel like working out, right? Or maybe you have, um, like, something comes up, like, someone asks you to do something. It's like, oh, but I, I have to work out. Mm. It's like, how am I going to make this work? It's like, how if I just skip the workout? It's like, no, nah, you have to do it. Mm. Even if you cut it short, you don't do maybe the whole workout, but you at least go. Like I still make sure to make that a point, and it's at this point it's become it's a habit. Mm-hmm. So, like it would be weird for me. I would feel weird stopping going to the gym. Like like when the pandemic started and the gyms were closed, I wasn't thinking, oh, how am I gonna work out now? It's like I knew I was gonna work out, yeah. or not not how am I gonna work out? Sorry. Um, now I'm gonna. I didn't think at any moment. Now I'm gonna have to stop working out. It's like, uh, how am I gonna work out now? Like, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? Uh, how do I set up my place? Like, even the first couple weeks when I didn't have any equipment, I was literally just doing my workouts with like body weight stuff. Yeah. I went on Amazon immediately, like one day shipping. Got a pull up <laughs> bar and like the the bands. I started with off with bands because everybody was scared, so everybody was buying weights right away. Oh. Uh, so and I wasn't even in Canada when the lockdown started so i didn't have that chance to buy the weights yeah. right away yeah, yeah so everything was gone by the time i got back mm-hmm. so i used bands for like the first few months and then eventually i was able to kind of purchase some weights and i used that from then on mm-hmm. um so yeah when you have the habit when you build that habit mm-hmm. it doesn't become a matter of like motivation or inspiration you kind of just do it because you know that it's something that you've uh promised to or you made part of your routine that's that's actually really different from what i was gonna say okay go ahead I was just going to say, like, you know, even if there are days where maybe you don't like for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't I, I don't have any ideas this week. Like, hopefully Amir comes with something or we'll just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like anytime that I, I'm looking for motivation, I, I always think back to some of the messages that we get, honestly, that those mm-hmm. motivate us. Like some people, especially when we talk about some of the more hard hitting topics and, mm-hmm. you know, people say, oh, my God, like, I'm so glad I'm not alone in this or I mm-hmm. can relate to it. Um seeing people like and connecting with so many people that i would have never otherwise connected with through this like outlet um Mm -hmm. that's what motivates me it's like being able to being able to connect with the people who are listening yeah Mm. yeah i really enjoy that so yeah i'm complete opposite as as you can see with like sometimes i'll oh my god there was one the other day where i saw like back and forth like this like voice messages and all this stuff i'm like oh. yeah i'm gonna click out of <laughs> oh, that <you> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like i'm not even gonna touch knows. this about <laughs> yeah when whenever like if you're receiving a voice note from us and dm it's always me yeah so. exactly <laughs> never, ever send you a voice note. <laughs> i'll reply back with like a line be like i agree or like something very small <laughs> or, like dash amir yeah what's your biggest regret in life biggest regret in life mm-hmm. i don't like to think of regrets man Cause like no I wouldn't regrets. be where I am. I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't make the th- the decisions that I did make, whether right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I did. I mentioned a few podcasts ago where I was like, I regret not graduating in like mm. university. But then I'm like, nah. But then I wouldn't have like went to the college I went to. I wouldn't have done the co-op I did. I wouldn't have gotten the job that I did, and like I wouldn't be in the position I am now, mm-hmm. where I have a pretty good job and all that. Because I like maybe I would have graduated, but because like me, my marks weren't as best. I didn't get the co-op, so I had no experience coming out of university, and it was hard to find a job. Mm. And I'm like, you know, so. Um, I try not to think of regrets, so I kind of just cast them away as they come. <laughs> Castaways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but that was one of my, what, before I learned that, I uh, learned yeah. to accept that, that was one of my big re- biggest regrets, like not finishing uh, university. And I feel like that was kind of reinforced with like, you know, you get to that age where you start seeing people graduate and they start posting it online. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing those kind of things like, oh, that, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. But then when you start to, when you start, when you mature essentially and you realize that you're only in the position you are in right now because of the decisions you made, then you start to cast those away a lot easier and they don't really bother you as much as they used to. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. I, like, I want to kind of say the same because I'm trying to think, like, what do I regret? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, like, um, sometimes maybe just not speaking up when I should have. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. That's in, like, it's, a general sense. Oh, not actually, like, yeah, like, I see what you mean. Like, in a situation where you could have been uh like whether it's defending someone defending myself Mm -hmm. um speaking up against something that was wrong Mm -hmm. just uh, you know a lot of times i shy away from like i'm um sometimes i can be confrontational but a lot of times if i'm lacking confidence then i won't be (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so maybe it's that Ooh, how did you get over your ex easiest answer to that is time that is such a generic answer. I'm just saying. Like time, I hated that when time people told heals me like, all wounds. I hated when people said that to me. Like I hate. But it, it, in, am I not right? It's not time. It's you have to put in the work within yourself to heal the wounds. Otherwise, if you just sit there and sulk for three years, you're still going to be just as sad as you were on day one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is a very generic answer. Time kind of blurs the memories for you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, you go from remembering the bad parts to remembering the good mm-hmm. parts. That's what time does. Mm-hmm. But when you actually put in the work and you you really not only just sit there and blame your ex, but you kind of have to, you know, because when a relationship ends, it usually ends because you can no longer continue as a pair. There's something, there's some sort of mm-hmm. disconnect or whatever the case is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you have to sit there and you really have to be introspective and look within yourself and it's not always like the blame game, right? You're not sitting there saying like, you can't be self-loathing. You can't say that you're the problem and you can't also blame the other person, but take the lessons, extract the lessons from that situation and apply that to your life to move forward. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get over your ex. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you can say like, okay, because a lot of people might think about it oh, as a wasted time. No. But I really would... it's like, oh no, I learned a lot from mm-hmm. that experience right? yeah and mm-hmm. i think you should be you should be grateful for the positives that you for that you got from that experience that you were able to have that type of connection with someone in the first place mm-hmm. you know now that you're capable of love and you're capable of all the good parts of that relationship you're probably capable of even more once you find the right person for mm-hmm. you so you know you should never think of if something didn't work out you shouldn't think of it as a waste of time it mm-hmm. was an opportunity for you to experience something and for you to learn and grow from it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And you feel like that will help you get over it by like kind of analyzing it in a way. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, you kind of just have to spin it. I know breakups in general are very like, it's it's a tough topic. It's sad. It's mm-hmm. not 
something that's happy but you you have to try and do your best to like spin it into a like look have a more positive outlook mm-hmm. going forward and I, I know it's so much easier said than done like if you guys ever want to do a breakup talk- topic i'm like super passionate <laughs> about that so let me know and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it but but yeah that's that's what i'd say yeah yeah but uh, like ultimately it does take time yeah of course even even with all the like analyzing it and learning all that thing like uh, um you, you won't be able to kind of analyze it within a month and mm-hmm. be like okay i'm over mm-hmm. it now <laughs> for sure yeah like it still will take time yeah like it, you take your time with your healing right like don't mm-hmm. rush yourself don't give yourself like an end date like in three months i have to be good mm-hmm. no take your time you'll know when you feel yeah. good and some people get over it a lot faster than others yeah <laughs> when are you going on tour <laughs> going on tour <laughs> uh, i hadn't even thought about that going yeah on tour. i don't think i don't think like in the five-year goal let's say that yeah in the five-year goal wow really huh you want to go on tour what are we gonna do have a live podcast well no not, we're thinking now like we don't know where it's gonna be because the yeah. thing is with the internet you could be no one one day and be <laughs> no one around the world in in a week or yeah. the next day mm-hmm. literally sometimes mm-hmm. um so you never know inshallah like you, it, we might get to a point where you could do a tour but i'm not saying it's a it, it, i'm not saying that it's uh guaranteed to happen but it is a possibility that'd be so crazy if we did that yeah you never okay. know man <laughs> what <laughs> who's <laughs> who is patrick star <laughs> who is patrick star that's a great question oh my god he knows what he's doing there i know this guy is trolling for he's sure he's a makeup artist and he's a star that lives in sponge well, he's he's a starfish starfish sorry exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my god topic of a whole episode maybe do you consider yourselves religious muslims yeah, well yeah what what exactly does it mean like i guess we all have an idea of what a religious muslim mm. is right mm-hmm. everybody's idea of what a religious muslim is is very different yeah because it, it depends on which extreme you're working with like there are certain places in the world where like people call themselves muslims by name but like it's you wouldn't be able to tell unless they told you mm. that they're muslim so like their idea of what a religious person is yeah. might be our idea of what a non-religious person is <laughs> yeah. so it's v- really depends on your situation and where you are yeah i um, think f- i like pretty general for both of us like we're both just working towards being better muslims yeah we're not comfortable like you should never feel like okay i'm good now you know what i mean you should mm-hmm. always strive to be better and and work towards your akhira mm-hmm. um how do you say akhira in english the hereafter yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> do you see yourselves living outside of canada yeah well yeah. The, cl- the furthest i would probably go is america la <laughs> yeah exactly well not even la like maybe like well like la of course is one of the spots but i would go to somewhere where it's uh i i I don't like uh, the thing is we always talk about like being able to live it would be ideal to live here Mm. but it's almost with with the like what we what our goals are like getting the house and all that but it's getting to a point where like that might not even be an option anymore yeah so you might be thinking okay maybe i can get some work out in america you know get a visa all that stuff texas yeah and exactly like that was one of the houses. spots like texas might be a good spot but a lot of people say it's not nice to live there i mean texas mm-hmm. i don't know no that's a balance here right you have to kind of like mm-hmm. take the goods the pros with the cons true yeah true so um but you know hopefully things get better until then i hope so <laughs> yeah but i definitely could see myself working living outside of you know what 
do you do you ever see yourself living in europe at any point like maybe europe when i went to switzerland and sweden i loved switzerland for like vacation vibes but i loved sweden like Mm. i really really liked it and i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god i could move here but i was also like 18 i think or something like that yeah because it's ideal when you seeing it from a tourist perspective or yeah, tourist tourist perspective mm. <laughs> but to live there is a completely different story right that's true i mean in general yeah like i i don't feel like i have to stay in canada mm-hmm. for the rest of my life yeah but i don't know where i'd end up mm-hmm. when are y'all visiting atl hi iman we miss you oh it's iman. yeah iman yeah. like iman our other cousin iman. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> honestly i want to go to atl like soon i don't know yeah next year inshallah i know we're giving like specific day but honestly i love atl that's like atl really? i don't i don't really like it when i went but you oh know, yeah you guys had bad experiences too. every time i've been to atl has been yeah. a good experience so i love it over there yeah maybe maybe we'll be here next year we'll see mm-hmm. the last and final question no yes no yes that's my answer no, no. <laughs> <laughs> is amir dating anyone no no he's a single man mm-hmm. what does he look for in a girl in a woman what do i look for yeah please answer that i'm gonna save that for the relationship podcast okay thanks for listening guys Really? We're gonna just leave? <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i've answered that question no i guess okay we'll answer it again here okay. but um what i look for mm-hmm. like like before i used to mention like uh i look for someone who works out in the gym oh, it's like a like, big thing all these gym rats would be like hey i'm here <laughs> yeah but then i look at myself like yeah but you know that's what i love doing it's like why would i uh, make that it, a requirement, make that requirement mm-hmm. on that other person right so i had to stop thinking like that um but definitely like the religious part of it mm-hmm. we have to be like at the same not same level but like they have to kind of think the same as roughly the same as what i do religiously in a level so like there's no awkwardness there yeah it's like you, know, you want to join your prayers like oh i don't pray it's like okay <laughs> bye <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you mean because that there is that's reality of the situation right and um people always ask me like i think you guys asked me last time like hijabi or no hijabi Mm. and for me it's like you know i used to say oh it's like either way but i'm kind of leaning more towards like hijabi now Mm -hmm. i don't know there's just so there's such a loaded question i mean hey we got time What no. do you do? I feel like we should really do this a whole. We're gonna, we're, yeah, on that. we're yeah. we're gonna do. We still listen. Mm-hmm. Maybe let we'll me do, like, think about it. Let me think about it more. Season two premiere. Yeah, might be the relationship podcast. Yeah, let me think about that one more, and then I'll like get more in depth of like really analyze it because I don't honestly I haven't thought about it too much. Mm-hmm. Well, you um, should because you're trying to get married. <laughs> yeah, and and like uh, just going off of my history of like what I've been like attracted to. Mm. It, no person has been the same yeah so even for me i'm confused like what do i like <laughs> that's something that you need to evaluate now like if you're yeah. looking for a wife you got it you kind of yeah like, what am i looking for you know exactly so. exactly so i don't know maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast i'll go deeper into it on another podcast just let's try and tease that out <laughs> all right that mm-hmm. concludes our q a um thank you guys so much for sending it in mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening to i'm sweating again by the way why it's i don't know why here. this room is so hot for me tea. all the time it's the tea. i think it's the tea and also i think the heater's on oh. so it's kind of like heating. i thought wearing a t-shirt today would make a difference but it didn't <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean you guys stuck around for the last 30 episodes 
Um, thank you so much to all of our loyal longtime followers, all the new people that are tuning in. Welcome. Stay for a while. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. You know, send us suggestions if you want to hear. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, keep checking back in our page. I'm sure we're going to be active somewhere. We may or may not post another video. We'll mm-hmm. let y'all know. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else I have to la- like to add unless we're ready to close it out. Yeah, we're ready to close out, man. We're okay. good. Amir's like, no, no more good. questions, okay? Y'all? I'm like, my brain is completely just <laughs> emptied right now. All right. Um, you guys know what to do. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our channel. Um, follow us on Instagram. Amir was taken. Ali Sara with two underscores. And of course, Cousin Connection Pod. Um, follow us on TikTok if you want to see more controversial clips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, and we will talk to you guys soon. And have a good week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>